Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Sisters, welcome back to the After Maghrib podcast. We are here. It is Valentine's week, so we've got a lot to talk about, brothers and sisters. So if you love this podcast, smash that subscribe button. If you like what we're doing, you're new to the channel, tune in. But I'd say smash the subscribe button as well because inshallah you'll get to see more of what we're doing and inshallah we'll be able to talk about more things. Do you have a Valentine's this year? Are you planning to ask anyone? If you are, hopefully you're in a halal relationship. There's a lot to talk about today, inshallah. But also we're going to talk more about the concept of love in Islam. But before we do that, as always, my wonderful co-host, Sayyid Ali Radhawi. It's spotting we're shaking. That's a bit of both. 50-50. Yeah. It feels like feels like years since we've done a pod together just you and me yeah we've been blessed with so much guests that's that's the beauty of the podcast is that we can have more people yeah yeah having joining the conversation yeah 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 last week we there's three of us the week before there's four of us and now it's back to back to the OGs. back to two yeah yeah uh, brothers <laughs> before we go any further we just want to talk quickly about the the tragic event that took place of course in the last week in uh, uh turkey and syria the earthquake, which of course has left over 28,000 people dead and over 100,000 people injured. Firstly, offering our condolences mm. on behalf of Ahlul Bayt TV and the After Maghrib team to the Imam of our time and to the Islamic Ummah and just generally to those who have been affected. This is not something which we should take lightly. You know, we, we see um, natural disasters, we see war, we see famine all the time, unfortunately, in the day and age mm. we live in. But this is one of the largest, if not the largest earthquake in modern history. So this is something which we all have a duty to um, respond to. There's a hadith from the Holy Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He says, one who does not wake up and is concerned about the state of the ummah is not from our ummah. So inshallah, we can all try to make some uh, change. You can support the cause with the Hope Appeal, who of course are partnering for this podcast and who are partnering um, in the aid relief work taking place on the grounds. So do check out the link is in the bio and also check out the Instagram. Say anything to add? No, just condolences. And I, I just can't imagine like family losing family in that situation. It's something hard, something difficult. And inshallah, we never face something like this. Inshallah, and whoever's inshallah. facing this, may Allah give you the patience. And inshallah, you find relief from all of this very soon. Ahsant, ahsant. It's just something which I think is very hard to swallow, especially after you become... I mean, for me personally, I, I, when I became a parent, I tried to see the world differently. And mm. I think it na comes naturally. And before you hear about... Someone told me, actually, who works in the same building as me in, the, in my office, he said to me, he said, I became a parent. And before I became a parent, I would see something like that as a sad moment, a yeah. tragic moment. After he became a parent, he started to empathize with the people who are going through this kind of thing. And he, you know, he would imagine the world differently and he would imagine what he would do in that situation. And I think mm. that, that hit me as well. So inshallah, we can try and do that because at the end of the day, we love those around us and we love um, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with. And that kind of is, I know it's Valentine's Day and we were cracking jokes and so on, but at the same time, that's what we want to talk about. Love, love in Islam, love in life, love in relationships. Mm. Where do we begin? We begin with, I think, a question many ask is that, is, is it haram or halal to fall in love? Like, mm. what's going on there? What's, well, how do we answer that? What do you think? Well, simply, falling in love is not haram. Mm. Let's be honest. You know, Islamically, I think the whole religion is like built on love at the same time. 
Yeah. And Allah always emphasizes in the Quran using love and mercy and tranquility and all these special keywords, if I can say, mm -hmm. that are built on love. There's nothing wrong with falling in love as long as it's with your spouse. Let's just make that clear. Yeah. Not with any Tom, Dick and Harry, uh, inshallah, Haidar and Fatma, whoever these people are. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, we are human at the end of the day. We all have feelings. We want to feel like an emotional attachment to someone. That's what makes us human. Yeah, yeah. And Allah has put that feeling in us as human beings. And it's just important to make sure we can control it to be in love, inshallah, with our spouse. Inshallah, inshallah. You know, Valentine's Day, obviously, as a concept. I don't really know too much. I maybe should have researched before, but about the concept and the history of Valentine's Day. But obviously, in, in secular society that we live in now, it's good for business. It is, it's, yeah, it's a commercialized <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. So it's, it's a day where oh, you buy your wife or your husband a gift and mm. you tell them how much you love them. It's really, realistically speaking, this is something we should be doing on a day to day basis. I mean, we should be waking up and going mm. to sleep and reminding our partners, not just our partners, but just generally your children, your parents, your grandparents, whatever it might be, your siblings, even. Tell them that you love them. Tell them that, that you, you care about them, that they mean a lot to you. And don't just you do lip service and say it on the surface. Like, actually tell them, mm. I, I don't know where I'd be in my life without you. You know, we, we mentioned like at the beginning of the year um, about New Year's resolutions. Yes. And my resolution was, and alhamdulillah, so far I'm getting a bit better, but to be more like uh, conscious of, of my dear, loved and dear ones close to me. And you know what it is that, that like made me think of that is this thing which where it's like a, a picture of a screenshot mm. where it shows dad is calling or mum is calling ah. or, or grandmother or grandfather or whatever it is is ringing and the caption is imagine if the next time you got this was the last time you ever received a call from a family member oh my and it hit me like whoa that was a bit oh out my. of the blue but and it's a bit dark and whatnot mm. but it, it made me think like well you know we have limited time on this earth and love is something that's yeah. highly recommended and yeah you know, so we should we should express our love. We should be shy of it. Indeed, indeed. And you know, Valentine's. There's always this question: you know, is it haram? Yeah. Is it? Um, I look. I personally, Valentine's is a it's a day where you know people try to mark their love with their partners. Now, yeah. as Muslims, for us, that's with our spouses, inshallah. And there's nothing wrong, you know, in showing love, affection, you know, gifting your spouse something, or you know telling her or you telling him how much you love each other i think mm -hmm. it's important and it's part of parcel of what makes like a happy relationship a happy marriage and a happy foundation i know yeah. we have every day to tell our spouses for example i love you or you love me whatever it is mm -hmm. best if that one day that's dedicated to your love for one another i think that's something beautiful yeah. you know as long as we're not falling into sin yeah and it's within the islamic framework so there's nothing wrong with that at all let's say let me ask you a question okay yes, a lot of people say <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> you know when i say i'm gonna ask you a question yeah. it's coming a lot of people say how can you fall in love with someone and then marry them especially in islamic parameters in the current day and age of finding a spouse how are you expected to marry the one you love do you see what i mean you know it's a tricky one because how do you the thing is, how do you start? How do you fall in love in the first place? Yeah, you know, there's, there's like steps before you actually can say, "I fell in love." And I think if you love someone and you want to, inshallah, marry them, I think you should question yourself: Is it love or is it lust? Lust, yeah, sense. Because yeah, yeah. they're two different, completely, completely separate things. Completely. You know, you can love someone for their character. You can love someone for their akhlaq. You know, not for their tattoos, biceps, and six packs, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. That's realistic. That's what you should love them for. If that's what the love is. Maybe inshallah take it to step towards marriage. But if it's for something else, for beauty and whatnot, that's not love at all, Ahmed. Mm. That's lust. And lust is dangerous. And it's a step towards 
zina and we know the quran states you know and do not come close to zina for mm-hmm. it is a shameful and evil act so mm-hmm. if we ponder on that verse that's lust mm-hmm. because what makes you go towards that path for example uh-huh. lust not love two completely different things i think it's interesting because let's be real mm. Uh, I have a few bones to pick, okay, just with the youth in general, including myself. Okay. Firstly, people say don't get married young. I disagree, personally speaking. To save yourself from doing haram, whether it's looking at the opposite gender, acting on it, or whatever it might be, mm. get married young. It will save you from that. You'll also be young enough to learn from each other, be, be malleable enough to mold each other's personalities and characteristics, and grow together. You learn about the world. Young. How I, well, I, I remember so much people telling me, Ali, you're so young. Mm. You know, you're so young. Are you sure you want to do How this? How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, so I did my aqad nikah. I think I was 19, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Even 19 Allah. or 20. MashaAllah. I hope the wife ain't listening. I should remember this. It's yeah. even 19 or 20 years old. So I was, I was, I think I had just turned 23 and I thought I was young. Mm. I was fresh out of mm. university and so on. But at the end of the day, Getting married young yeah. means that you don't marry the one you love, you love the one you marry. Because what will happen is you marry someone, you grow together, you, de- you, grow together, mm. you develop a, a genuine, true, heartfelt relationship with one another. And you learn about the world. You'd rather go, I, I, I will say with pride now, mm. I would rather go through hardships of this world mm. with the one I love, with my companion, with my wife. And that, that helps me as a man. When I go and face the world... I'll learn, I'll take the lessons I've learned with my wife and apply that to the world around me. Mm. And you know, there's a hadith from the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi where he says, searching for what will improve you is not considered love of the dunya, of the world. Mm. So when you search for someone that will improve you as a Muslim, as a person, a man of God or a woman yeah. of God, that's not love of the world. It's mm. not selfish. It's, it's love of Allah. And that love of Allah, it's a three-way relationship in a marriage. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the top of the triangle, metaphorically speaking. And a husband and wife are the two bottom points. It's a triage, a, a, a relationship of three entities, mm. three parties in the marriage. And at the end of the day, inshallah, when you when you go, when you step into a relationship like that, it will help you in the long run. It does, it does. And you know, speaking about marriage and love and affection, there is a beautiful verse. Yeah. And everyone always, always recites it whenever it comes to, for example... You know, marriage gatherings or reception or the nikah, whoever it is. And I think it's fair that we mention it. Yeah. I can read it. It's from the Holy Quran. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Chapter 30, verse 21. And of his signs is that he created for you from yourselves mates, that you may find tranquility in them. And he placed between you affection and mercy. Look at that keyword. Affection and mercy. Mm. Indeed, are signs for, indeed, these are signs for people who give thought. So, you know, we are social beings at the end of the day. And God is saying he created for you spouses from among your sp- among yourselves and he instilled in you what? Mercy, affection, love, tranquility. Yeah. So automatically, there's nothing wrong in falling in love if we yeah, can yeah. go back to that first question. If Allah is saying he will do this to you with your spouse, you can fly the skies. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. there's no point in going searching for fake love and ruining your life, you know. If you're in school, you know, I really fancy this person or I really like this person. And the problem with shaitan is that when you're in love, I think... It's infatuation. You lose everything else. You become blind. Have you heard of blind love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally become blind. Yeah, you you become infatuated. And you can't find fault in anything. Yeah. Even they they may be the most 
um, you know, worst of characters, the worst of human beings. But the problem is if you fall in love with the wrong person, you become blind. Mm. Mm. You lose sight of everything. You lose sight yeah. of what's right. You don't know what's wrong. Like you lose control. So yeah. it's very important as Muslims. Lad, yeah. We have to mention, although we're speaking about falling in love, being halal and legit and everything. But as a Muslim, you should be careful of how and to whom you fall in love with. Because mm. you can't control your feelings at the end of the day. Scientifically, biologically, yeah. bro, it's there. If you love someone, you love them. Just like if you hate someone, you hate them. Yeah. It's automatic. Yeah, and to be honest, I mean, the core, the, in my opinion, the core mm. of love is trust. And yeah, loyalty, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so when you love, when you truly love someone, mm. you, you know, you love your parents. You trust them. You know, you trust what they tell you. You trust what they, what they teach you and guide you. If you love your spouse, it's because you trust them. You know that they, yeah. they, they have your best interests at heart. You love your children mm. because you love them out of mercy and affection in the yeah. same sort of way you're saying. At the end of the day, I think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us like that. It's okay to be uh, a warm, cuddly person. You know, it's okay to show love, to mm. show affection. Rasulullah Muhammad sallallahu was the best example of this. Yeah, you know, yeah. the love he showed not just to his his beloved wife, uh, especially Sayyidah Khadija sallallahu alaihi but of course to other wives, but specifically also to people around him. Mm. How many hadith we have about the Holy Prophet, the way he would treat the orphans or the children, how he would kiss their heads. Love is know? not just with your spouse. It's not just with love your spouse. Love is literally, I think, for the sake of Allah, yeah. you can love everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly. Yani, like you mentioned, orphans. Uh, we can give the example of the poor. Even brothers. Yeah, 100%. I, I, think I love you, bro. I, <laughs> I love you more than just the sake of Allah. <laughs> just, just to make that clear. Yani, mashallah, you are a lovely person. I believe you say it. Um, but I think it's a verse I don't want to misquote it I'll paraphrase it It's that You should love your brothers And if there's an issue Between you and your brothers You should Fix it basically. Fix it yeah yeah So I don't know the full yeah, Translation yeah, right, of it right. But I paraphrased it It shows the point How Loving to your brother You should be Yeah And that As a Muslim That's amazing Because yeah. no other religion Has that brotherhood and the ummah feeling and the love feeling all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know there's a hadith from the holy prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam where he says there is a place in paradise called the house of happiness and no one is allowed to enter it except those people who cheered up the children who made children happy Allah. who cheered them up you know of course the holy month of ramadan is approaching yeah. and this is like a month where we are mm. encouraged to give Especially to the Aitam and to the orphans, and of course now we talked about uh, the earthquake and so on. How many children are there, like really suffering? And it doesn't even have to be children no, suffering. No, like yeah. children in the community, kids at mosque running around. Don't tell them off. Kids are kids. You know, we. I my perspective on this has changed big time since I become a dad. Alhamdulillah. But you know, like the first seven years of their life, the hadith of yes. Amir Mu'minin. Let them do what let they want. Be as they let them be, be as the yeah. master, as the hadith yeah, says. Yeah. Not obviously, it doesn't mean you bow down to your kids and no, follow so let, their Let them control their life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're children. The way they're they play. They're loving. They're they make a mess. Yeah. You know, you know that, you know that, that like, very cliche Instagram. I pattern. face that daily. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that thing? Live, love, laugh. Live, love, laugh. It's like a, a phrase people is yeah, very cliche. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very cliche. But I like that. And when it comes to specific examples of like kids, mm. love them, laugh with them, live, you know, let them live basically, like enjoy it, you know? So, there's examples for us. We can love the right things. We can love our brothers. We can love our spouses, children. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, first and foremost. Just don't love this dunya. I was going to say, there's the wrong things <laughs> yes. to love. What yes, happens yes. when you love the dunya, Said? Wallah, you become detached from Islam. 
realistically because you now go to attain materialistic uh, yearning. Yeah. And that's something that become, becomes dangerous where you can forget the reason of you being on this earth. You know, yeah, Allah yeah. created you from nothing. What's that verse? Is it a verse or is it a hadith mm. where we created you from a drop? From a drop. Yeah, it's not like a Quran. Yeah, so it goes along those verses. Yani, you are here for the sake of Allah subhanahu yeah. wa ta'ala. Do not chase this dunya. Because when you chase this dunya, you are doing nothing apart from damaging your hereafter. And the thing and is, sorry, say it, go on. No, 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 you continue. continue. Uh, the love of the dunya is like drinking from the ocean. When you drink seawater, you think you're quenching your thirst. Mm. In reality, you're, you're becoming more thirsty. Yes. Yes, the yes, love yes, of the yes, dunya, yes. the more you acquire, the more you attain, whether it's the opposite gender, whether it's money, whether it's success, mm. fame, power, reputation, these things are superficial, they're material. Yep. What really we should be seeking is a love which is tangible in the spiritual sense, not tangible in the physical sense. When you tangibly gain material things, possessions, people, things like that, you will never feel content with what you've gained. But if you love something for the sake of God, you, you realize content. it's come from God, it will return to God, and you're going to leave this world with nothing of that, mm. then we understand purpose, we understand value. At the end of the day, love in Islam is a value-based proposition. Yep. You love something based on the value it will be in the dunya and the akhirah. We don't just love something for the sake of the dunya. If that was the case, then the biggest tyrants in human history wouldn't be remembered as tyrants. Love your neighbors, love nature, love everything. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice reminder, you know, the fact we're having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the world is full of, like, hate. Like, everyone hates everyone. Yeah, everyone 100%. wants to, like, stuff on kill everyone. Everyone wants to, like, rob everyone. But if you just show some love, some compassion, the world will be in a better well, place. Can, let me ask a question. Can you love out of hate? You can. Or can you hate out of love? Yes, you can. For oh. the sake of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay. Because as Muslims, realistically, you need to love for the sake of Allah and hate for the sake of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if I can give an example, mm. um, one I think that many of our viewers can relate to, it's I'm going to go far away. I'm going to go, you know, subhanAllah, every conversation we have to go back to Karbala. For an yeah, example, yeah, like yeah. we always end up on the day yeah, of Ashura. That's that. how much lessons we can yeah, derive yes. from, from the 10th of Muharram. That's, for example, if we were there at that moment where we had to choose between Hussein and Yazid, Hussein alayhi salam. We all say, you know, there's a reason behind all of these sayings that we say as Shia, as Muslims, is that we will love you, Ahlul Bayt, for the sake of Allah. And we will not stand with your enemies. We will disassociate from them for the sake of Allah. You know, you got to choose, you know, either you pray behind Ali like these are sort of things where you can find like true love yeah. and disassociation for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like haq, batal, these sort of things. I, I wanted to mention this because I think right, it's an example right. that There's, the viewers and listeners can relate to. No, it's true. And you look at the story of Kar Karbala, subhanAllah, like you say, you mentioned <laughs> back to Karbala. it spills out. There's so many examples. You talk about Hur, subhanAllah. Ibn Yazid al-Riyahi, for mm, example, mm. who... Loved about Abdullah Hussein and he loved Sayyidah Fatima Zahra specifically. Yeah, we know this yeah, from Hadith yeah, yeah. to the point where he sacrificed himself, selflessness, mm. for the sake of Allah. Mm. And then you look at Umar ibn Sa'ad as an example. What was he promised? The land of Ray, yeah. wheat, farms, all that rubbish. Can you, and, and what did Abdullah tell him? He goes, By Allah, 
even if you defeat me, even if you slaughter me, you will not touch or you will not benefit one grain of wheat from that promised land that you've been promised. And even with that promise, this is the grandson of Rasulullah, you know, the hujjah on mm. earth. Even with that, he's like, nah, I'm, I'm going to take the risk. Yeah, It's yeah. not worth it. You know, I, I've got... I've got a uh, wealth awake for That's hubba dunya. Hubba dunya. Like you would go and, you know, be part of the tragic, murderous, vicious attack on the family of Rasulullah just for a piece of land. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. crazy. It's absurd. It's crazy. And he was related, of course. You know, there's mm. like, it's just mind-blowing. Anyway, getting back to the topic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before you know, start doing Musiba, we're all in tears. Yeah, Hussain. Yeah, Honestly, it's crazy. What are we saying? So love, yeah? Valentine's Day. Mm. Mm. What's, your, what's, the, what's the plans? Well, uh, Valentine's Day, I think, is a day a lot of people run away from. Okay. But a lot of people look forward to. Yeah, I mean, people run away from because they're just too shy to show love to their spouse, for example. I, every time I'm going to talk about love or whenever we talk, I want people to imagine you and your wife. Don't imagine some random boyfriend, girlfriend uh, yeah, concept. I just want to make um, that let, very clear. If there's anyone out, let me, let me make this like abundantly clear because yeah, I know by the time this airs, this is going to be post-Valentine's Day. If you mm. asked anyone who's not in a halal relationship with you to be your Valentine's, bro, you need to rethink your life, man. I'm so sorry. Like if you're a young and you're young, you're old, Whatever it is, wherever stage of life you are, I, I beg you, I beg you, please do not make that mistake. I know time has passed now, by the time it is, it's what, like 16th of February or something? I think 14th, 15th. Yeah, 16th. Yeah, 16th. I think. <laughs> Guys, please, 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 for the love of God, don't do that. Yeah. It's yeah. a very easy mistake to slip mm -hmm. into. No, just coming back to the point now, and thanks for making that clear. <laughs> Imagine someone just like clips down and goes mental with it. Let's, don't be shy. From showing love and affection with your spouse. Yes. I, I, I don't know about ladies. That's but very, I'm just going to chat true. to the guys here. But realistically, a lot of guys feel like it's like unmanly to tell your wife, I love you. And they find it very difficult. Wallah, I don't understand this. And he, I'm not saying I'm good at it. We all try to show love in the best ways that we can. Best, don't feel shy to tell your own wife, I love you. Because yeah. look, you can, Allah allows you to be romantic yeah. with your spouse. No one, you can't be romantic with your nan. You can't be, you can yeah, show yeah. love. Yeah. Best romance and things like that is for your spouse only. Make her feel good. And, and you, know, you know how much reward goes yeah. into showing love and affection with your spouse? Yeah, yeah. You know, even, even like we always hear stories the way Ali used to talk about Fatima. Mm. Or Rasulullah used to talk about, you know, Khadija. Or, you know, we have many examples where, for example, Ali would help Fatima out of love. Mm. Not because it's her role at home, for example. No, because he loves his wife, mm -hmm. Fatima the Zahra. Mm -hmm. So he would help her out at home, for example. These are small, small things. Don't be shy from them. I know probably you have mothers out there saying, don't do this. You're a guy. She needs to do it for you. But small, small things yeah. here and there. Wallah, if you help at home, show some love. That's what I was going to say. I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's the smallest things that go the furthest. You know, mm. you're all of us. I'm talking to the husbands out there, but all of us, all of us um, can kind of, I think, show compassion in different ways. Like, for example, if you think about it, yeah, especially like husbands, mm. <laughs> I don't know about you, Said, but for me, yeah, my Allah. list of tasks is always available for me. You know, I'm always, I, I, I need to remember I need to take out the bins or I need to put the things in the dishwasher or this <laughs> wherever it is and i love my wife and i thank her because she obviously keeps me active and productive but at the same time you know when you go a kind like a bit above and beyond mm. it shows compassion through that you know have you heard of the love languages five love, love languages the five love languages. i'm just i'm just gonna check it out okay 
Do you, do you wanna... I know there was a book yeah. uh, that talks about it. I haven't read it, but I remember coming across a show. I think it was actually on Ahli Bay TV. Yeah, where, yeah, this, yeah. where this book was mentioned it's amazing like... it's absolutely amazing so basically there's five love languages mm. and everyone falls in at least one category, category. Okay. all right so you might have two love languages or three mm. right so the first one is words of affirmation tell them look you're, you're you're the one i love i don't want anyone but you some people find that as their love language they they really appreciate that the second one is quality time sitting with them spending time with them speaking with them Giving gifts, Valentine's Day, everyone getting the flowers ready, the chocolates ready. But gift giving for Mm. a lot of people is a way of love. Like it shows that you've gone out of your way and done something. Acts of service. This for me, I think is the most valued. This is what I value the most. Um, When someone puts in time, effort, thought, like and they serve, find a way to serve themselves to you. Like that's the like, truest mm. form of love. And obviously physical touch as well. Yeah. And you mentioned about like telling husbands, telling wives, I love you. Don't be afraid to hug her, kiss her. Yeah? And you like show her that you're a man who can love. You're a man who's strong. You're firm. You're not a pushover. You're not weak. You're masculine. And masculinity comes with compassion. Like, you know, we're taught and uh, there's guys out there like Andrew Tate. And I'm going to drop that. Who's so disassociated with women. And there's guys who look down on women derogatorily and stuff like that. Bro, who do you think you are? Mm. Show your wife some love. Respect her for who she is. But be a man. Like, be masculine. You can be masculine and make your wife feel good physically, emotionally. Like, you, there's ways to do it. But you won't, you won't know that. You won't know how to unlock her heart mm. unless you get to know her. Do you know what I mean? So understand your wife, these different love languages. I think it's a really So nice how thing. would one unlock the heart? <laughs> say it, say it, say it. This, let me teach you a lesson. I'm joking. Please. No, 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 no. Stop for a lot. Obviously, everyone got, got you got yeah. to know your you got to know your partner, you know, mm. and it can be anyone. You know, you could be married for thirty years and still struggle to understand your spouse. But you know, there's a reason why Allah has placed you with that person. You know, even if look, I'll be honest, some people may have a horrible time on Valentine's, fighting or you're arguing. Mm. You may not be happy in your marriage. I told my wife actually a few days ago. I said, I know, I know that there must be a good percentage of my friends who may be unhappy in their relationships it's natural of course it's natural there's many yeah of course there's many and and you know the biggest problem where all of these issues stem from Mm. is not showing love Mm. i I can guarantee you this because if you know how to respectfully show love yeah not just hey i love you and you want you trying to get some affection back doesn't work like that you know you have to be soft you have to, you know, you to show genuine. your love because you know actions do speak louder than words. But, but forget the actions. People can't even say the three words "I love you," yeah. and that that just drives me crazy. Yani, as human beings, if you if if you are married to someone, let's say, and you don't tell your wife that I love you, who are you telling I love you to? I, mm-hmm. I, wallah, sometimes I question. And I, if you're not saying it to your wife, who are you saying you love? Because well, men men have that energy. Men need to give love. Whether it's physically, with their words, whatever it is. Okay. If a man is not doing that, then there's a problem. There's an okay? issue. With there's it. an issue. Like either he's distracted. Okay. It's completely real. It's a real issue. They're distracted online. They're distracted with someone else. They've got the eyes on. Or they're just disinterested. Not interested at mm. all. But either they, they, they have lost interest or they've got their interest elsewhere. That's a problem. You know, I, I something that just made me smile yesterday. I was at my parents' house, mm. and shout out to my parents if they are listening, which I don't know if they are. But my dad, may Allah bless him, it was something really sweet, and I learned from it. 
he just said to my wife, uh, his wife, not my wife, he said to his wife, i.e. my mum, to make things clear, <laughs> he said to him, he goes, is this a new dress? She's like, yeah. She's like, it looks really nice on you. I like the colour. It looks... I was like, wow. And he was just touched, he touched the material. He's like, this looks really nice. I like it. It looks really good. It's a small thing. It's like a small thing. And she's like, oh, thank you. But obviously, in my... But I, that I will mean the that. world. It will yeah, mean the world. Yeah, I observed that. And yeah. You know, like you see on TV shows and stuff like that, um, like on these dramas and stuff, people like women will do their hair, their makeup, and the guy walks past, he doesn't notice. You know, it's a cliche example. Yes. You know, but that, that attention to detail, it means a lot to a woman. It really, mm. really does. Mm. And that, I think, it, like we said, can be expanded and extended beyond awareness, yeah. like of your surroundings. So your children, showing love to them. Like if, if they've gone to school, come back, ask them, how's your day? What did you do? Tell me. Talk to your grandparents. Find out how they live their lives and what lessons they can do. That's love. It's a form of love. And then you extend it even more mm. and you have the awareness of God. Like Allah's loving me because he's giving me the breathing oxygen I have and the sleep I get and all of that. So inshallah, we can try and think of ways to be a bit selfless. You know what I mean? Inshallah. And I think it's important. And I think it's fair to add, and I, and I think I should mention this, is that a lot of people just don't have time to show love. Yeah. And sometimes they have the wrong excuses. And that excuses, for example, oh, for example, um, I haven't slept well. Or I'm too busy at work. Or for example, I'm going to the mosque. Yeah. Like I, I, I give an example. There's, Wallah, we'd love everyone to go to the mosque. But sometimes you need to be with your wife. 100%. You yeah. can't be at the mosque yeah, 24-7. Wallah yeah. al-Azim. You know, I've read numerous hadiths and stuff. And these are all coming directly from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where you being at home with your wife at times is more rewarding than going to it's the like mosque. An and worshipping and doing sujood. There is so much reward in spending quality time at home with your wife yeah like a lot of people find an excuse where they just disappear and then they expect somehow the wife to be a robot and like like everything's hunky-dory at home and they expect 100 percent love and attention everything whereas you are doing nothing yeah you are doing nothing apart from what Pretending you're a man. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think you're a man if you have no love for your missus, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, 100%. It makes you manless, makes you loveless, careless, vicious. Like, I, I, I can go on with all these rhymes. This is the poet side. <laughs> so I slipping out That's, nicely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should write a romantic Allah. But on the level, man, if we want to be real, what yeah. makes you a man is being a man. Yeah. Showing 100%. that love, showing that compassion. Being merciful, you know, sometimes khataya, so much issues arise between spouses is because they don't have this rahmah. You know, Allah yeah, subhanahu yeah, wa ta'ala yeah. has mentioned, I will instill in you what? Tranquility and mercy between the spouses. Mm. Now imagine if we can't show love, that means we have no mercy. Again, we're back to problem square one. Everything stems in love between mm. spouses. That's something I've observed. And alhamdulillah, sometimes brothers... They find trust that they can have conversations with. That's, that's why I'm, I give all these examples. It's because it always stems from this, is that they can't even say, I love you. Or they're too shy to tell their wife, I love you, or respond to I love you back, for example, because yeah, yeah. their mom is there. Mm. For them, it's like a competition. Like, I don't yeah, want yeah, yeah. to say I love you in front of my mom. Yeah. Bro, what are you talking it's about? It's crazy, yeah, it's crazy. Or, I mean, your yeah. mom should, your mom, or obviously it could be any, yeah. anyone, and you're, you're, but obviously the mom is the main thing people talk about. Mm. But your mom should feel so loved by you that there's no feeling of competitiveness. Ah, and your wife should be as well. Ah, and ah, you know, there's something interesting talking about this mother wife dynamic. 
I read, um, and a friend actually told me as well. By the way, I wish we had the sister in here. Yeah, yeah, this conversation. Right. yeah. I just feel like we're aiming so at the guys, boys. So guys, if you're watching, especially the sisters, drop something in the comments. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, something about, just really quickly, and I think we should start to wrap up, but, um, you know, there's that thing, should I, should I listen to my wife or listen to my mum? I have a duty to Allah my wife, but my Akbar. mother's my mother. You know, Allah you know what the Islamic Akbar. response is? Neither. Okay. Don't, don't listen to any. Unless one is with Haq, you have to go there. Mm. So you follow Haq, you don't follow a person. Do you get what I'm saying? And of course, you can apply that, that, that concept to anything in life. Wherever the truth is, follow the truth. And the truth will guide you to Allah. Ali is with the truth. Yeah, Ali is Every with time you mention the truth, the truth I, have to, I have to say this. Ah, what your, what, let me see your hoodie, quick ones. Oh, Ali. Yeah. Let's get a close up on that. Let me get a close up on that's that. That's a show. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ali. MashaAllah. Yeah, Ali. Said yeah, any Ali. last words? Well, that's Ali because of my name. I'll have him for like. Yeah, Ali. I have to be honest. What's that thing? Masada Charitin Charitin Dunya. Ali Ma Lord Dunya. Ali Lo Ma Ali Ma Chanhat Din. Along those lines. There's no my poetry, someone else's poetry. Any last words? Can I ask you a question? Yes. Before we actually like wrap up this conversation. But maybe you don't want to answer. It's completely up to you, Ahmed. Sorry? It's completely up to you if you don't want to answer the question. But I think it's nice to share this out of love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How often do you tell your wife I love you? Are you honest? I'm being very honest. I'm blushing. I hope she's listening. If I'm honest (laughs) and I hope she, I hope, and you know, this is obviously this is, don't want to get too but i definitely i definitely tell her a number of times a day mm. that's me like uh, you know and i hope that continues i hope and i hope it's not just lip service i hope it doesn't come across there you like go that, so for every man that's out there listening and watching this yeah. ahmed i can guarantee you nah. is manly he's a don't man he's a definition of a wh- what makes nah, you a man nah, 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 and nah, if nah, you nah, can nah. tell your wife inshallah i can do the same if you can if you can tell your wife numerous times maybe not every day throughout the week for example wallah it goes a long way yeah it does it does 100%. don't be shy you are still a man and i always hear this i don't feel manly love no nah, no nah, not at all not at all not can at i ask all. you another question father put me unless you want to ask me a question i don't mind you go first well i think of one okay um okay i'll ask you the other questions i was going to ask is do you think one should fall in love then get married or can you also get married and fall in love because a lot of nah. people, yeah, go on. you know, because the reason why I want to ask this, because I have a lot of friends. Yeah. I have some who, you know, really loved someone and went to ask for their hand. Mm. And I have some who, and the marriage went great. Yeah. Some just went to disaster. But at the same time, you have those who have never met their spouse. I don't think once. They've been recommended. Yeah. You understand. <coughs> and down the line, they just couldn't find love. Some, the majority did. Alhamdulillah, they're still together. But down the line, they always say this. Mm, I like her I like her because she's the mother of my kids I respect right. her because she's from a respected family but they can't they can't like genuinely say I love her right it becomes hard for them to say I love her I don't know it's like a, where think, do you find the balance I think the way people search for spouses is wrong mm. uh, sometimes mm. instead of finding someone and finding out whether you lust after them or you love them don't look for that look for qualities that you love yeah so you might love a quality or a characteristic about someone. For example, mm. a sister may say to you, my hijab is very important to me. A sister may say, I look forward to becoming a mother and raising a family. Beautiful. A, a sister might say something like that. And t- to you as a man, that might be like, wow, I respect, I admire that. I love that. Allah quality. bless all those sisters out there. Inshallah. You know, I had a friend um, who, may Allah bless him with a noble wife, inshallah. He's looking for a spouse. I mean, And... A sister 
he was referred to him like you know someone referred to him or whatever he doesn't know the sister but before they start speaking you know the someone told him they're like look the sister told me mm. I'm, I'm proper longing it out basically a girl who knows the guy like mm. a si- like his sister or okay. his cousin, cousin or whatever knows a girl yeah I hope I'm not it's all mutually I'm understanding yeah, yeah. His cousin, for example, met a girl at the mosque, and the mosque and the girl said to him, "Do you know what? I'm really looking forward to becoming a mother. I'm really looking forward to raising my children on the deen." And this cousin of his was like, "Wow, this looks like a good girl. I'm yeah. gonna go and tell my cousin who's single and he's looking for a wife." Mm. That guy was taken aback by that comment. Do you know what I mean? And he was like, "Wow, I've been looking for the right spouse and blah blah blah." But this one characteristic that that sister had draws me to her before yes. I even know her. And I think that that's a very important thing to take into consideration. That's my point when I said in the beginning of the, our conversation yeah. is that there are certain things you're allowed Islamically to fall in love with. Yes, yes. You yeah. know their akhlaq, their character, their iman, their Islam, all these things, not lust. Yeah. So it's, it's a nice, it's a and nice a good point guy, that you mentioned. If, I, if I'm honest, the last thing oh. I'll say this is for the sisters. A good guy will love you for the things you are and do, not the things you look like. And of course, you should be attractive and so should a guy and he should take care of himself and he should look after himself. But I think, for example, for a lot of the good boys in the community and a lot of the guys who are better than me mm. will we'll look for a sister with good hijab, a sister who respects her parents, a sister who has taqwa, who, who, who's conscious of her duties Islamically, a sister who has understanding of the world around her, what's happening in the world. You know, the situation yeah. around her. A sister who looks forward to uh, seeing her her siblings, younger siblings, because that shows you that they look forward to seeing their own children one day. Mm. And things like that are symbolic and they're representative of what type of mother they'll be, what type of wife they'll be, inshallah, you know, how they'll love you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's Any question for me, Ahmed? Uh, <laughs> I, I just feel like it's fair, like on the um, spot. But don't scare me. <laughs> Um, what would you say to someone who says that they think they love a girl before they've married them, but but they've built that based off an online relationship? Oh, I don't know how to answer that, Ahmed. I generally don't know how to answer that because you don't know the person. Because it's all online, it's all like assumption. Because when everything is done online, you only see the good things. So you only hear the sweet talk, or you only see the good pictures. Or you only hear, for example, the good things that happened. Or if it's the bad things that happened, something bad that happened to them, know about them personally. So you don't know their bad side. So falling in love with someone online is a bit... uh, Dangerous waters. It's dangerous waters because you don't know them really truly for who they are. Yeah. But seeing someone in person is completely different. I know we're youth and many of us are here in the West. We can be at university... We can be in school, whatever it is, okay? When you physically see someone, you already know their character. You know their manners. You know, for example, if it's a boy, you know the sister's hayat, for example. You know, for example, their hijab. You know, for example, their upbringing, things like that. Online, you just don't know what's going on. It's very hard to tell. Because online... What you do know is filtered. Online, you can be, say, the Khadija. But once... They're at home. God knows who Something they are. Else. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's for guys, and yeah. vice versa applies to the boys. Of course, yeah, I mean, same thing. If, if if a female is looking for the right man, yeah, yeah, don't fool her. Please do not fall in love. Yeah, yeah. Find the right person to fall in love with. Absolutely, absolutely, guys. And the last, 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 last thing I'll say is, if you are looking for a spouse, 
Don't be shy to ask someone trusted. You know when you want to search, when you become baliq, you have to pick a marja. What do you do? You ask someone trusted. It's the same with when you are looking for a spouse. Yeah. You are you are told speak to someone you trust, yeah. someone who's I'm, and please tell someone. I don't know. Tell your mom, tell your uncle, your sister, your sibling, your brother, whoever. Just make sure someone knows because yeah. if no one knows, it's, the third is shaitan. No, shame in no, the third is shaitan. I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, hundred percent. Because 100%. things can get out of hand, out of control. There's no shame in wanting to get married. There's no shame in asking someone for an impression or an opinion of someone else. You might be a brother, and you might see a sister at an event, mm. for example. Mm. You know. And, Hopefully not actively looking, you know, but the idea is you might have heard of someone or been referred to someone. The best thing you could do is before you introduce yourself to the sister, get a third party opinion. Someone you trust who doesn't judge them based off their family reputation or their income or their job or anything like that, but who judges them for their heart, their akhlaq yeah. and their deen. Shout out to a brother Muhammad Ali who was on the racism and imams podcast we did a long mm. time ago. But he mentioned this point he and I was watching it a few days ago, but he said uh if someone comes to you, the mother of fathers, Rasulullah says, sorry, the mother of daughters, the father of daughters. If a man comes to speak to a father of daughters to seek her hand in marriage, uh, the Holy Prophet says it will cause fitna in the dunya. If the man, if the if the proposal is not accepted, if the man is of good akhlaq and yeah. good deen, like these are the two characteristics that we should be looking for, mm. you know, in a potential spouse. And inshallah, when you found that, you'll be satisfied. You won't look at other girls or other guys. You won't even think about it. Like, it doesn't even cross your mind. Yeah. Like, you're satisfied in every way. You're satisfied intimately. You're satisfied emotionally. And even spiritually. Like, you've got someone who will, like, push you and make you grow and think of God and all of that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, it's, love is, like, holistic. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not... I want to add one thing, Ahmed. Yeah. If I can. Uh... If 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 the if the viewers inshallah find this beneficial is that if you are in love, yeah, and let's say you love someone that no one knows about, okay, okay, so let's say you're at school, just, just brief example. Let's say you're at university, okay, you've got like a three year degree going on, yeah. Second year in, you like you really love someone for who they are, like you can see them, like you can see like a future with them, you can see their on their deen, you can see their akhlaq, you can see things like that. Yeah, things that tick all boxes. Yeah. So as a Muslim, these things attract you because automatically that's how you'd want to see your future spouse yeah. Yeah. to be, inshallah. And then all you know is like, for example, you got your mom or dad, they found your recommendation. Yeah. And they tell you what, this girl's available, for example. You know, do you want to go meet her? Mm. What happens next? Well, in my opinion, firstly, you should tell your parents when it gets before that stage. Like, Ahsan, because like, yeah. you can be in love, honest to God. Uh, yeah. I say this because people speak with me. They're, they're married, but their heart is somewhere else. Yeah. Because they were too scared or too shy to tell Mama or Baba, my heart is somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. First, yeah. try take that avenue. I have to, wallah, you know, you know, it's very stupid. Follow your heart. You can hear all these quotes and whatnot. But sometimes. Bro, your heart wants what the heart wants. Yani if you love someone and yeah. they're a right spouse, try to take yeah. that as the first step. Yeah, Don't yeah. be in love with someone else and then go marry someone else. No shame Bro, that is the worst thing There's no shame any human being can do. And, and it's because halal. you will ruin your spouse. Wallah, yeah, you're right. Ruin families, you're right. you ruin, ruin children, ruin your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the point where you find someone that you're interested in, that's why I say like yeah. it's good to get a third party impression. My point is you have to mention it. It's not haram to fall in love. That's have, the point I'm trying to say. I, I know friends who met girls at university that they married. And I know friends who've met girls at university that they interacted with mm. or spoke to for marriage but didn't marry. Mm. You know, and in all cases, they sort of third-party opinion. I have a friend who 
went to event after event after event and he came to me one day he's like do you know this sister like proper confidentially yeah. I said no I don't know her he goes do you know anyone who knows her or who's related to her I said I don't know what did he do he asked his auntie in another country that auntie knew the girl's auntie somehow. my goodness so what happened was he found out is she single is she looking is she co- what was she considering a spouse blah 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 mm. blah 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 mm. which I feel is all the right channels to do yeah then at that stage you understand is she even looking should I be looking? You've told your family member, his auntie in this case, that I'm interested in this girl. He's done all the right things before even saying salam to her. Mm. Because I, in my opinion, some may see it's a bit extreme. You don't even know what she sounds like. You don't even know. It, it doesn't matter. Like, if someone has caught your eye, don't waste time on it. Like, don't be a jerk adding them on Instagram, to adding them on Snapchat. You know, a lot of boys Sliding have gone through DMs. this phase. <laughs> yeah, like don't be long yeah. about it. Just jump to this, jump to the to the mm. point and do what's right. Don't do what's easy. Don't do what your heart, what, what's tempting to you. Do what's right. You know why I remembered? I'm going to mention this as a final note. And inshallah, yeah. we, can, we, we can end the conversation. Um, before I did my nikah, my uh, it was like, a few a few months or a few weeks i can't remember now the exact time frame my my wife my my wife right now i'm remembering now she just gave me some memories she asked me and i think it's a good question to ask people that goes back to my point now she was like are you in love with anyone no way you know when i was getting to know my wife it's uh, a very good question she asked me do you love anyone and i actually thought a lot like i've never actually like you know and then i replied yeah I think I hard dropped at that moment, but I was like, I love you, Mom Hussein. One line I think about, she's like, come on, I. Oh but, my God. But, see, now everything revolves back to Karabala. But my point is a good question to ask. And it did make me question because you might think you're ready for marriage. Yeah, but if yeah, your heart is somewhere else, please yeah. don't ruin anyone's yeah, life. Yeah, Abdullah. Yeah, on so. that note, <laughs> brothers and sisters, hope you enjoyed the discussion. I know it's obviously past that Valentine's Day date, but hopefully it's relevant. And mm. yeah, anything that's a. No, just we love you all for the sake of Allah and subscribe in the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All right, guys, we will see you next week on the Alhamdulillah podcast.